Forgotten water drips through the cracks of the poorly maintained ceiling of the Mad King's puzzle chamber. The echo of creaks and moans of ancient and unseen mechanisms whisper at you from the darkness, filling you with a sense of dread as you slowly penetrate deeper into that very darkness and wander deeper into the chamber. A man scratches his butt. A man scratches his butt. <laughs> Uh, which makes you feel just thinking about scratching makes you feel oh, itchy man. all over, so itchy. and then you gotta just gotta start scratching. That's happening in and real life. I know I'm, I'm scratching just all over. Yeah, I feel itchy. God, the, mm. yeah, my butt. Oh, my butt feels so yeah, itchy. Man, I got that butt itch. Gotta rub my butt in the seat. Uh, anyway, you guys find yourselves in the center of a large, dark, circular room. What do you do? Does anybody have any of that? Dark vision. Uh, I I think a dwarf does. Oh, it's me. I'm the one. <laughs> it's me. You look over. The professor's wearing night vision goggles. Uh, and he's like, boys, this room is fascinating. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the types of things there are in here. Bats everywhere. Bats. The fucking bats. There's a guy scratching his butt in the center of the room. <laughs> <laughs> he's really going to town. There's some water dripping. Water dripping. <laughs> I see some rocks crackling. <laughs> Anyway, so you guys are in this chamber, and uh, so Thalia, are you the only person with dark vision? I guess so. Do you, I mean, we do, I guess skeletons, I guess he's a human skeleton. Yeah, so I'm a now. human skeleton, so I keep all the traits of a regular human. It's not like you have eyeballs. Yeah, we don't need to really dig into how murder works. I think we've touched on that a few times. Keep digging. I'm interested. If, see, the thing is, if we dig into it, I'm going to come to the conclusion that, oh, shit, you're right. He doesn't have eyeballs. <laughs> he can't see. <laughs> or he sees some other way. I have a torch in my inventory. Mm. Ooh. There we go. Is it lit? Do you have any way to light it? I use my cigarette I had in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He always smokes after sex. <laughs> he always smokes after getting shoved in a locker. Yeah. I, no, I light it up. So when you light up the torch, uh, the illumination field, field reveals a good portion of this room. It's still a massive chamber, so you can't quite see everything. But in the center, you see a pedestal, and it's very similar to the pedestal that you saw when you first entered the mountain. Only the difference being that there, it's there's nothing on top of it. You know, whereas the first, the original one had like a big power stone. This one has nothing. But you see emanating from the pedestal going throughout the entire chamber is the the same sort of runes and knots that you saw before. Only these aren't illuminated. They're just carved into the, the floor and the walls. Do I blind the professor who's wearing night vision goggles? The professor goes, ah, warn me next time you light up a torch. <laughs> I'm going to try and follow those strips of runes going away, or is it more like it's covering the entire floor? 
it's it's more like in strips like it's it's very intentional okay i'm gonna try and follow one of those to like its ending point cool there's a there are a lot of them emanating from the pedestal and so you just pick one randomly and follow it and it leads just all the way to the wall where it goes up and uh connects to a band of runes that like encircles the entire room the whole circumference of the room and following that band about every six feet or so you come to a hole in the wall and if you were to follow the band all the way around the room you'll eventually come to a a series of doors at the other end okay you find anything morty ah probably uh so this band goes all the way around the room and there's some holes i'm hoping it doesn't suit out acid or scorpions that would be mighty unfortunate that would be not great but I am not the best at dwarvish, so... Are you the best at sticking your hand in one of those holes? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I probably am, but... That is true. I don't have any skeletons around or anything that jerry-rig into a new arm, so... That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> the professor says, come on, where's your, where's your explorative spirit, Morty? I stick my hand in one of the holes. All right, uh, you don't... <laughs> feel anything but that's mostly because you don't really have skin and a nervous system, nervous system. <laughs> yeah. uh, now that we're thinking about how you function uh, do you pull your arm out yeah it's completely on fire and covered in scorpions <laughs> really i'm just i'm just no i'm just kidding it's just covered in scorpions there's no fire okay uh i start beating the scorpions in the death uh Okay, this you you crushed one of the scorpions, and another one says, "Hey, that was my dad." Um, well, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You can't hear anything because you don't have ears. Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. You crush all the scorpions, and that's that's it. You crush the scorpions. It's, oh, there, there just happened to be some scorpions yeah. that hole. Okay, so there are scorpions in there. Very small and weak scorpions. Yeah, small weak scorpions. The small ones are the ones with the, the more poison, though. You gotta watch out. It's fair. But they're not very strong, so you can crush them. <laughs> Anyone want to do a, like, a perception check or anything? Next character I make is going to have wisdom, so I can actually roll See, perception <laughs> checks. I don't think I've ever made a character that wasn't proficient, at least with perception, so that even if they had a minus to wisdom, they would have something. And yet you guys always roll shitty perception. I got an 18. I got a 15. Well, I'll be. (laughs) Eat your words, GM. Okay, cool. So at the base of the pedestal, you see carved into it a set of runes. And it's not like the runes and knots that go along the bands, because those are very similar to the ones you saw before that, that are very clearly part of like an interlocking system that, that like funnels power. Uh, from the Power Stone. Um, these runes are more just like Dwarvish writing. And at the far end of the room, Thali with your dark vision and with the help, the assistance of uh, Eli's torch, you're able to see five doors. Each of these doors has a different symbol on it. One for fire, ice, uh, a leaf, and like a lightning bolt. And the final one, you can't really tell what this symbol is because it is obscured by a bunch of fallen rocks and stones. Boys, we got Pokemon. <laughs> and Tholly, Tholly, you rolled an 18, right? Yep. So you you can see up at the ceiling. Uh, it's really high, so you, can, you can't really make everything out on the ceiling, but you can see in the dark kind of a bluish glow. 
Uh-oh. I head to the door glow. No, it's not a door glow. <laughs> it's just the doors up in the ceiling, and Tholly's the only one who could see this is the bluish glow. Oh. In the darkness. Then I head towards the one I can see, which is the runes. Are you going to try to do like an intelligence check to see if you can read it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll help out um, Morty in doing this. I'll try to, I'll try to act as a, a translator or something. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, Morty, you'll have advantage on deciphering these runes. So, I got an 18 raw intelligence. Yeah, I rolled two 15s, so 18 raw intelligence. All right. So, th- these runes, just like the ones on the archway to the door entering this place, mm-hmm. are in a weird dialect that is difficult to decipher. But unlike those, it's not total gibberish. Uh, you can roughly translate the runes to say, choose the right door. Wow, that's helpful mm, that's easy it's the door on the right oh that's that seems and clever when you look back at the doors you see that the door on the right is the one that is has a bunch of rocks and stuff in front well of damn hmm time to start digging <laughs> eli you can lift rocks right you got a big strong arms yeah i'll i'll clear the rocks while you guys figure this out all right <laughs> good thinking the professor says i'll help by staying out of the way i think that's where i'll be most useful and he sort of just pops out his lawn chair and sits down <laughs> He starts reading a book. Man, he's just carrying a lawn chair around. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a huge pack on his back with a lot of science equipment and stuff like that. And on the very back of that, he has a lawn chair. Exactly one lawn chair for himself. Well, he had two, one for the dog. Uh, well, dog chair. <laughs> okay, so what are, the, what are the five doors again? All right, so there's fire, ice, uh, a leaf, and a lightning bolt, and then you can't see the, the final one. How big is the room? The room is very, very large. I would say probably about 50 meters in diameter. Oh, I got to convert from imperial to metric. I know, I know. I thought about that. <laughs> about, fi- about 50 fucking yards, okay? <laughs> is is the uh, glow, Does it is it leading towards the door? Or? I mean, it just, it just seems to be up there, right? Like, it's just above the doors? Yeah, it's just up there. It's it's kind of like the, it. The ceiling's pretty high, so it's really dark. But you see a glow in the darkness. It's just a glow up on the ceiling. I don't. It doesn't seem to be indicating to anything. We need to get a closer look at that. You, with your dark vision, you can make it like a vague shape for the glow, like a big lump. Like the ceiling is mostly smooth, and then around the glow is a big lump. It looks like a big old butt. <laughs> we need to itch that butt. <laughs> Just a lumpy butt. We got to get closer to it. That's my policy on butts. Get close to it. <laughs> oh, there's the theme of my characters. What's uh, throwing an arrow like? What, are, what does throwing an arrow do? I love <laughs> the idea of throwing an arrow. Does anybody, do. anyone have a way of helping this fool launch that arrow in a way that makes more sense? I do have. You can borrow my bow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would probably be better. I don't know where I got these arrows. Morty, you notice your new skeleton arm that you got has string between uh, the top and bottom <laughs> part of uh, the 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 arm part, the arm version of a femur. Uh, <laughs> your arm femur. <laughs> yeah, your arm femur. Uh, the top and bottom part of your is that your what is that the tibia? What's the I don't know bones. What's the forearm bone? You know yeah. arm femur. 
the arm. Um, I think arm <laughs> femur is good. Uh, yeah. Tibia, so, I think your arm femur. Tibia is one of the two. You know, I think so. Does that just count as a short bow? So, I'm guessing. Yeah. So your arm is technically a short bow. How about that? I just made that up. That sounds fun. That's super cool. Yeah. I'll use my arm as a short bow and shoot an arrow at okay, it. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Let's roll a dice. Uh, no, Tibia is also a leg bone. That's what I thought actually when I, <laughs> after I said that. I was like, that's. The radius and the ulna. You know, if you just replaced your arms with your legs, Morty, this would be so much easier to talk about <laughs> we, your bones. We'd know all of them. I got a 14. We apparently only know leg bones. <laughs> leg bones connected to the knee bone, whatever. To the, to the torso bone. You got a 40? Uh, what? 14. For- oh. <laughs> Jesus. You blow the lump apart. <laughs> uh, so with that 14, the arrow flies up and hits the lump. And just sort of pings off of it. Mm-hmm. So, and at first, it, it it feels like nothing really happens, and then you feel the room kind of rumble ah. and quake. Uh oh! Here comes the scorpion. Uh, seems like you activated something. And dust and small stones start to dislodge themselves from the ceiling. Well, that's how and... that door got covered. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to. Fall down to the floor, and then even bigger rocks start falling. Mm. Uh, make it make deck saves, everyone. Let's all just stand here and observe this. <laughs> Twenty. Uh, Seventeen. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a nineteen. Damn. Oh. Did you roll a natural 20, Richard? Uh, unnatural. Oh, God. A hideous, grotesque, unnatural 20. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, the professor, I don't want to roll for him right now. So, he, like, conveniently, no stones hit him. Or he has, like, a, a device that just is like an umbrella for stones or something. Yeah, he's got a stone umbrella. So, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> got my handy dandy stone umbrella, boys. Don't worry about me, none. I'll, I'll be safe. And you guys dive out of the way of some larger stones falling from the ceiling. And that puts you further away from where the big lump on the ceiling was. And when you guys pick yourselves back up, you're a huge thud as the lump has fallen to the ground. And it reveals itself to be a massive pile of rocks. And through the cracks between the rocks, you can see a blue glow. All right, Morty, it's time to stick your hand in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Morty. (laughs) All right. I'm going to use my not short bow arm because... Maybe I'll get something cool for the other yeah. arm. You now have a favorite arm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I reach in. <laughs> so you reach in with your arm, and you, you manage to touch the power stone. You can feel it. Well, I guess you can't feel it. Oh, so it's a you, power stone. You, yeah, you can. when you get close and you look through the cracks and you touch it, you can tell that it's a power stone. And when you touch it, it gives off a, a gentle pulse, and then the rocks start to move. Uh-oh. Uh, so make a deck save to see if you can get your arm out in time. Eli, get down. Morty's got rock powers. <laughs> Jet, now that I know that you can replace your limbs, I'm going to use every opportunity I can to take him away from you. I got an 18. <laughs> oh, shit. So you managed to uh, cat-like pull your, cat, cat-like, cat-like pull your arm uh, out of this rock as it starts to move and transform and un- unfold. Mm-hmm. And it reveals itself to be a massive stone golem with uh, the power cube embedded in its chest in a very crude way like it, it, it didn't look like it was in, it, it's supposed to be there it looked like it was uh forced in there 
Oh, that's sad. Dolly steps forward and says, Ba weep grawa weep ninny bong. Uh, it responds in kind by uh, smashing down at you. <laughs> roll, roll, uh, damn it. Initiative. Did you say that because I said it transformed? Yes. Is that what you said? I made a Transformers <laughs> reference. <laughs> Uh, and he had like an energon cube in his chest. Yeah, he had an energy. This is this is a transformers motherfucker right here. Yeah, you see it light up in runes and everything all over its body. When the but in 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 strips all over its body, and it goes up to his face that reveals two burning blue eyes and a smile. Oh, that's a friendly guy. He just wants to be our friend. I rolled an eleven, by the way. I got a fourteen. 10. All right. After he falls, the professor lifts up his night vision goggles because he was reading a book with them on. And he says, Boys, have you gone and gotten yourself in a pickle again? Ah, uh, most likely. Well, let me know when it's over so we can move on. We're going to need that and... rock umbrella. You stay right there, <laughs> professor. We'll be done soon. Ah, uh, I have complete faith in you, boys. All right, Jet, Morty, it slammed down at Steven, and he was able to roll out of the way, and uh, it's your turn to attack. The the crystal's in the center, correct? Uh, the power stone's in the center, and you notice, uh, looking at the power stone, when it, when it fills the golem out, when it colors all of its runes in, and they start to glow, you also see it sort of give off a field around it, and the runes on the floor light up around it. Okay, I'm going to try and kind of direct him by hooking him with the scythe towards the center oh well then yeah do a post strength so you're just trying to hook him and push him towards yeah all right cool uh 16 Ooh, uh it uh it beats you yeah uh, it's probably pretty strong bit big strong heavy golem uh it, it plants itself and barely even seems to notice that you've you've hooked it Okay. And right now where you guys are positioned is sort of like on the left side of the room. So you're not near any of the doors or anything, but you're probably a good maybe 10 feet away from the central pedestal. Okay. Um, that's like my action, I guess. I'm going to try and sit down kind of defensively so he can't squish me. Okay, cool. The professor throws you the second lawn chair so you can sit down comfortably. Good. Okay. <laughs> so you can get a nice squat going. There you go, morning. Take a rest. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my turn. I'm trying to... That's okay. what I'm trying to do. Uh, So, Steven. Well, now, does anybody have a good idea? Because I have bad ideas. Thali says before he thinks about jumping onto the back of this big golem. I'm trying to direct him towards the center. Uh, he's, well, the professor says, well, geologically speaking, one thing to know about rocks is they're quite heavy. Pushing them is going to be a challenge. That's a fair point. Yeah, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run to the center and try to grab his attention. Okay, cool. You missed me once. Come on, try again, big guy. All right. I have a plan. Before you jump on his back. <laughs> or you can still do that. <laughs> My next plan is to jump on his back. If, if he comes towards the center, I'm kind of like shaking my butt at him. Oh, oh, you see, you see his smile grow. Come bigger. on, big golem. <laughs> you see a weird runic tongue lick its golem lips. Uh, but never mind. <laughs> Stop. This is getting a little too uncomfortable for me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll, 
Do you want to do anything else or just shake your butt at it? I'm trying to think if I can prepare an action if he starts coming this way, but I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, totally, totally. So, so okay, Steven's shaking his butt. Divulge your plan. The plan? We got to trick that. The golem leans in to listen. <laughs> we got to trick that golem into removing those rocks for us by that right door. That's a solid plan. We're on like the opposite side of the room, though, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We can get him. But we get. He's got to pass through the center to get there. Yeah, we'll have to be quick. So I'm just. Someone has to lure him that way. I'm trying. <laughs> so it's actually he only has to cross like a quarter of the room because you guys are on the left side, uh, okay. facing the 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 doors. You guys you guys are on the left side. Okay. Well, I'll try to pull him towards the center first anyway to see if anything happens. <laughs> All right. Let's roll a. Uh, Check to see if your butt waggle works. Then, uh, I would do like a performance. Let's roll a performance check to see how. I mean, Thali, I think should get advantage for butt waggles because he's like ninety percent butt. <laughs> I do. I do have a lot of butt because dwarf butts are meant to waggle. Um. Oh well, I got an eleven. Ooh. Um. He's he's seen better butts. I know. You know what? Eleven's gonna cut it. He's got a low, <laughs> a low uh, barrier. Yeah, his his save versus butts is not very high. He's got a he's got a low butt save. Plus, so he already missed me the cut. once, so it's like you know he's got to try and get me again. That's true. Yeah, that's true. He's he's already you know he's he's committed to murdering you, but now he there's now that there's butts in the mix, he's more invested. Uh, but it is Richard's turn. I'm going to. I'm just gonna dash towards that pile of rocks over there. Richard, Richard runs and hides like a coward. Um, is, is there anything else you want to Bravely do? Bravely ran away, away, oh, brave Because uh, that, was, that was just your movement action. Yeah. And I'm sure you gave him a wide berth so that he can't incur an attack of opportunity off of you, right? I could punch him once and then do like step of the wind. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'll punch a rock. Yeah. Sure. The rock puncher. Punch that rock. Were you punching the rock? Um, In the butt. This is the butt heavy episode. You gotta have one. Just make sure, make sure your hand doesn't get caught in its cheeks. <laughs> oh, no, I'm stuck. That's a thirteen. You don't hit it. It's got a pretty high armor class. I do regret to inform this golem that he has prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> so you go in for the punch, and you notice an engorged prostate, <laughs> and you pull back. I. I feel sad for the rock. <laughs> you feel sad. Someone's gonna have to tell Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and then what? You step of the window away. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a chi point and disengage and move away. All right, so it's his turn. He's gonna charge right at Steven. That butt waggle really got his got his uh, attention. Hell yeah! And so Steven, make a deck save because he's just gonna blindly charge in your, your way. Oh, there we go. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. So he rushes at you full tilt. It's like slow and lumbering at first, but then it really picks up some speed. And he rushes straight for you in the pedestal. And you prepared an action, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to try and jump on him as he got closer. Okay, so with that deck save, you definitely are able to maneuver around and jump on him. Yeehaw! He did crash through the pedestal, though. Well, that was the plan, right, boys? Ah! <laughs> Nope. Uh, that was your plan. 
Well, it seems to have worked. But you saw as he ran over the position of the pedestal that his the field he's giving off, the power field, went down through all of the runic lines for a, just a second. Mm. Oh. Something happened. Aside from the destruction of that pedestal. Cool. Uh, Morty, what's up? Um, Want to try punching his butt again? No. My, <laughs> my plan this time is to... Uh, how how high up is the the actual power stone? Uh, the power stone's probably about eight feet up. Okay, I want to kind of hook my scythe on that, uh, like reach up and kind of pull it and see if that affects him in any way. Like try to wedge it out, or either try and wedge it out or try and uh, uh, if it seems to affect him and force him to want to walk one way or the other way. I just am gonna. Pull him to the right if possible, but if not, I'm going to try and yank it out. Cool. So uh, his charge brought him to the right side of the room facing the doors. Okay. So you're going to have to rush over to him to do that. Okay. I can do that. Do it. Do it. Um, Actually, I'm going to make him pull him towards the uh, uh, rock door if at all possible. So you're kind of, you're trying to do, this will be another grapple then if you're trying to direct him anywhere. Okay. That is going to be a 21. Ooh. Natural 20. Well. <laughs> so he, he pivots his hips and uh, the, the scythe gets caught in between like the 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 power stone and his, his rock torso. And he, along with the scythe, as he pulls it out of your grip, it's it doesn't come out of the grip of your hands, but the grip of your uh, shoulder sockets. Uh, why did I go with a two-handed <laughs> weapon as my primary thing if this was going to be the thing? Um bones just keep popping out so i'm gonna use my action surge oh yeah to give me another action and i'm gonna jump into my newly desocketed arm and try it again (laughs) oh (laughs) okay uh you are gonna take a little bit of damage from the the first uh failure there that's fine uh, you take three damage. Mm. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're doing the action surge. So you hop back up uh, into your arms. Yeah. <laughs> inserting, your, <laughs> inserting your flaccid, limp-dangling arms on the scythe back into the right sockets. Uh, this is an impressive maneuver. Is it too much to ask for, like, a, a dex roll? Like, a, would it be acrobatics to jump your sockets back into? Uh, it'd be athletics, probably. <laughs> Any kind of jump thing is usually athletics. Do it. Show me. Let's do it. Okay. That's only a 12. A 12? You get one of them. Well, I'm going to just try and use my, use the momentum of my body flailing around to guide him. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, yeah, do it. Do a roll. Uh, I guess, I guess this would be, let, let's do another opposing strength check. Okay. Uh, that one's another 21. All right. You got him. So you're able to jump up, fit your arm back into your arm socket, and use the momentum of your jump to swing him back around. Because the way that he was pivoting his hips was away from you, mm-hmm. and you jumped in that same direction. So it just he like over-indexed on his pivot with your added weight and stumbles right towards the door covered in rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does he knock the rocks out of the way? Uh, so when that happens... 
you see the, the, the power field he's giving off as he gets closer to that door blooms all around this area. And the door starts to glow, what little you can see behind the rocks. And he trips, and yeah, he pushes a good amount of the rocks out of the way. Nice. So there's, a, there's enough to where uh, you, can, you can actually see the symbol if he's not in the way. Uh, what is the symbol? Well, he's in the way. <laughs> well. Can you tell us anyway? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, no, he's in the way. <laughs> I'm assuming it's something rock-related. Oh, well, maybe. We ask him what the symbol is. <laughs> uh, I, that, uh, I'm assuming that's my turn, because I did a bunch of stuff. You did a bunch of stuff, yes. Yeah. So that makes it Stephen's turn. All right. Um, so are there still more rocks in the way? A few, but it's like he knocked all the big pieces out of the way. Okay. Like the things that you guys would have really struggled to move. All right. I'm going to try and uh, kind of similar to what Morty was just doing. Uh, I'm going to try and like slide down his front to where the power stone is. I'm going to pull oh. out. I have uh, mason tools. Ooh, and I'm oh, going to pull out okay. a chisel. And I'm going to try and stick it in between him and the... Um, power stone and try to like divert him again or just pop it out popping it out would be nice but alternatively if i can just drive him away from this door and preferably towards the center of the or room. you could etch the word calm into his room <laughs> see how that works i, I could etch hello hi <laughs> uh cool so you are jumping oh you're already on, on his back. back right yep so you are already on his back. I'm trying to like uh, slide so you, down his front. You just front got to watch bit. like front row seat the whole thing happen with <laughs> Morty and the Rock. Uh, okay, so you are slipping over to his front to try to dislodge the power stone. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So it already has the scythe in it with Morty hanging off of it. Oh, cool. Hey, my... hey Morty. All right. So the, I think that's going to give you advantage for this. Sweet. So sixteen. Um, yeah, you are able to loosen the stone out of its torso and it falls to its knees and the stone just kind of like rolls like a dice out of its chest and lands uh, near the, the stone door and the rock golem just tumbles and falls apart. And you see before it does, before the energy leaves the golem, that the small turns into a frown. Mm. The matrix is mine now, baby. I pick up the stone. <laughs> It's very, it's very big. <laughs> it's a, it's a really, really. I can't. The, the, the power of stone is huge. It, it, it would need at least two of you to carry it. Well, we both pick it up then. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear the, you hear some clapping, and the professor says, "Marvelous job, boys. Very impressive as always. And you didn't even waste near as much time as you did last time. So let's hurry up and get through this door and go." So I guess we, we put the stone in the yeah, center we, of the room. Yeah. Um. Cool. So right now where the stone is, it's lighting up the the rock door. Um, so you're going to carry it to the center of the room. I mean, we don't have to carry it because we want to go through the rock door. The rock the... door is, is the right door. And I'm assuming it has rock symbols on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if we're following someone who went through here, they probably did that. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so the professor packs up his lawn chair and puts all this stuff up, and he's like, I'm very proud of you boys. Wonderful job. I'll definitely make sure to include this in my report to Gerald after the mission is complete. Professor, do you have any shrinking device? What? <laughs> <laughs> we all That's look at you. That's some ridiculous science fiction nonsense. 
What are you talking about? You've been you reading too many books, you goon. I, I want to carry this power stone away. Uh, this power stone could bring in a lot of money, guys. Uh, actually, you have a chisel, right? I do have a chisel. We could chisel off a chunk of it. <laughs> and a hammer and some brushes. It's gonna, like, break. And then... Cool. So while you guys are fucking with that, the professor goes over to the pile of rocks from the golem and starts digging around a little bit. And he says, now what is this? And you can see he's holding up, like, a little metallic device with a, a, a like, kind of a beeping red light coming off of it. It's an oscillator. It's a bomb! It's... <laughs> It's a fucking bomb. And he says, It seems the good Professor Huxley has left us a little gift. My <laughs> guess is she sabotaged this puzzle to make it attack us, boys. Oh, okay. Well, so we got a sabotage her. <laughs> I mean, she's already ahead of us, so she's probably going to do that anyway. Yes. Yeah, I would suggest being on your guard, my friends. I think we should catch up and then get ahead of her. I do agree. We've we've got no time to waste. Let's get going. All right, but let's get this power stone. <laughs> yeah, let's chisel this power stone down. Can we spend the next thirty minutes? Boys, we like... simply don't have the time to be carving away at ancient dwarven relics or anything like that. It's true. We might do damage to it. Trust me, the crash is prize enough. Well, maybe when we come but back. But if you guys if you guys want to try to do it, you can totally do it. Uh, I feel like it's gonna break, and then we're gonna be stuck. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm worried about. You you chisel a power stone, and it's never the same. Yeah, I've done it. Uh, we could. How rollable is it? Is it pretty rollable? It's not. It's a big, heavy, <laughs> rectangular rock. It's a big rock. Big cube. Just a big, powerful cube. Chisel the edges. The smooth it out. Okay. Yeah, smooth it into a, a circle. Smooth it into a sphere. And then just roll <laughs> it. And roll it. Yeah. But we do have time to smooth out that entire rock, I suppose. <laughs> All right, we leave the he, rock. He walks, he walks through the door. He opens it. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Going through the door. All right. So you guys managed to escape through the door of the first chamber, and it, it leads to a short hallway, and the hallway spits you out into another big room. The other room was sort of spherical. This one room is very, very boxy. And it's very long. You can't really see the end because it's kind of dark in here too. And you see a, a runic line leading down the path you just came through to another slimmer pedestal right as you exit these doors. And you see a little bit of light illuminating off of that. And when you look to your left, you see uh, four pathways behind you. And so behind you... Uh, you guys came from the fifth pathway and there were four others and in front of you you see down a long expansive hall and the runes leading to the pedestal are again leading off down other runes down the hallway to give off sort of a, a light bluish glow it's still kind of dark but you see a light bluish glow along the sides and in front of that glow you see like dwarven silhouettes i guess we go down that hallway i, I so i'm guessing the dwarven statues are gonna hit us that's just my thought. Morty, don't be pessimistic. I approach the silhouettes. Yeah, I head on down the hallway. When you approach the silhouettes, you get closer and you see that they are just kind of like cutouts of dwarves with poorly painted dwarf faces and clothes <laughs> and bodies and stuff holding steins and they've got silly goofy smiles and there are ones doing keg stands. Is it going to be like a small world... Like, it's a small world after all, <laughs> except with dwarves. Oh, something, and something I forgot to mention, as like walking through that first hallway, 
you feel the temperature drop drastically and it feels really really cold and throughout the room you hear echoing like pitter patter of little feet scraping against stone okay that's unsettling yeah that that makes this a little bit more that's that's the worst thing you possibly could have said i don't like that one i don't like that one at all so these fake dwarves have like clothes on and stuff (laughs) they have they're like they're like essentially cardboard cutouts of dwarves but it's i guess they're wooden cutouts of dwarves with uh with, you know, faces and clothes painted on them. They're paintings of dwarves cut out in wood. Oh, painted. Because I was going to steal a jacket. Oh, no. <laughs> Things the dwarves have, you know, like faces. Just, just painted naked dwarves. I got an eight perception. An eight? So you don't really notice much, so... I got a, I got a five. God damn it. You don't really see much either. Mm-hmm. All right. It's up to me. These cardboard cutouts are nice. I got a nine. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this all seems great. This is all on the up and up. Folly, I'm going to give you advantage since you have uh, dark vision. All right, that's a 14. Okay, so Folly, when you look around the room, you you noticed that the pedestal in the middle, on top of it is a dial. And the dial all around it are the same elemental symbols you saw before. With a little reticle pointing at the one, the topmost. Uh, and the one that's pointing out right now is ice. Cold room. And when you follow the top of the pedestal with the dial down to the bottom, you see that it's resting on a rail that is embedded into the floor. And if you follow the rail, you see that it goes towards the walls and branches off and covers like the entire room with this very intricate geometric rail system that covers the walls and the ceiling and the floor. And it, it seems to be connecting to like the gears and everything uh, behind the silhouettes. Well, I immediately switch it off of cold. Uh, All right. So what do you switch it to? Uh, you know, I probably just turn it to the right, whatever's next. Uh, the next thing... You turn it to the fire symbol. That'll fix it. When you do that, you see little flames spurt up in different parts of the room, kind of at odd places. Ooh. And when you look around, you see that there are uh, salamanders with fire down their spines, just crawling over the walls and on the floor and stuff. God damn it, Dolly. And that oh. and that gives you a better uh, image of what's in the room. Look, I lit up the room. But the salamanders don't seem menacing or anything. They're just oh, just okay. don't just don't attack them, and yeah. they won't attack us. I guess what what kind of clothes are these cardboard cutouts wearing? What season are they dressed for? <laughs> Typical dwarven fashion, man. Nothing in particular. Rock season or lightning season. <laughs> Can we push the rail on the rail? Can you? What do you mean push on the rail? So was the pedestal attached to the rail or? It is, yes, but it's kind of clamped on it right now. Okay. I feel lightning. Lightning is exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, I'm just going to l- just switch it to, what was, what, let's turn it to leaf. Leaf, leaf. Leaf is the safest. Okay. Lightning is way cooler. <laughs> lightning is cooler, but leaf is safer. When you turn it to leaf, you just hear kind of like a rustling as you see the spines on the salamanders change from fire to leaves and the lights go out. <laughs> leaf salamanders. Mm-hmm. All right. Can we do lightning now? 
<laughs> you Alright, I duck behind the pedestal. Yeah, we can do lightning. Uh, oh, also, sorry. When you turn it to the leaf, you kind of feel a weird pulse off of it. Like a, a life-giving pulse. And you feel it kind of like heal you a little bit. I'm a fan of that one. Um, and you feel more rested, and you guys get your spell slots back. If if you were wizards, any of us had spell slots. <laughs> well, now oh. I can't wait for lightning. <laughs> and Morty, Morty, as you get close, you feel like a very weird sensation, as uh, flesh and stuff starts to grow on your bones. Ah! 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 Oh, Morty's actually very handsome. But it's it's that it's that doesn't start with the flesh, it starts from the inside out. So Turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> I, I switch it to lightning. Okay. Alright. When you switch it to lightning, uh Morty stops growing flesh, so he's just kinda of paused in a exposed muscle state right now. Uh please don't <laughs> drops off his skin. Just all sorts of organs exposed. Ah, yeah. I hate this. I hate this so much. He's got eyes now, too, though, so that helps. This is <laughs> truly terrifying, Cody. Please don't. <laughs> you can try to pull it off if you want. I'm going to pull it off because it's terrifying and I hate it. But it did have enough time to develop a central nervous system, so you experience extreme pain pulling it off. <laughs> I hate this so much. I hate it. <laughs> but you're able to pull it off and just leave a pile of viscera on the floor. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, when you switch it to lightning, you hear a sort of a, like a, as the whole room starts to like uh, illuminate. Lights flicker on, and you hear the dial. You, know, you hear the cranks and gears uh, behind the silhouette start to spin, and they start to sort of move. And you hear a crackling of lightning as the salamander spines change from uh, leaves to uh, lightning crackling down them. And the whole room is filled with like a vibrant yellow hue. And then the pedestal sort of pops up an inch and unlatches itself from the rail or unclenches itself from the rail and uh, starts to move along it very rapidly. And it goes to the goes uh, to the wall and then up it and then on the ceiling and down the hall and then rests itself on a platform that is sticking out of the wall to the right. Told you it was lightning. See, there you go. You lie. <laughs> and so the whole the whole room is active, and you see like all these smiling, happy-go-lucky dwarves spinning around vertically, kind of having a party. And then you notice some speakers start to play some music, some playful, upbeat music. And you hear like a distorted song play from the speakers, and it says, "Welcome, welcome, guests, our guests of the Dwarf King. Come along and join us as we dwarves start to sing. Eat up." Eat up all your fruit to not get scurvy. You'll need to need to have your health to prove that you're worthy. And at that, you hear a huge chunk and you see a hatch open at the far end of the room and a massive iron claw pops out and starts heading your way. And the mechanical dwarfs continue to sing la 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 as the claw speeds towards you guys. I don't like this. Switch it back to nature. Uh, <laughs> and but, now that the but, whole room is but, illuminated but, you can see the far end of the hall and you see a door at the end does the door look like it would open for us it's it's it looks like a door it looks like a door you know. 
So there's the claw, right? The claw is heading towards us. The claw is heading towards you. Guys, I do not like this. And the professor says, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this. Boys, it seems to me we should probably hasten our way to that door. As delightful as this little show is, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I go towards the door. Yeah, I head towards the door as well. Okay, the professor sprints along with you guys towards the door. Uh, He's a little slower because he's got that big heavy pack, and also he's not a a battle-hardened warrior or anything. So, everyone make deck saves to see if they can avoid the claw as they run towards the door. That's a six. I got 21. Damn, I got 22. And the professor didn't get as low as Morty. So, as you guys are running, the claw shoots down and grabs onto Morty. (laughs) Morty! Leave him or we'll never make it. What's the claw kind of made out of? The claw is made out of iron. Made out of uh, very sturdy metal. Uh... How big is the claw? It's pr- it's pretty big. It's like uh it's like a it's like a huge uh you know the the claw game. Yeah. It's like a huge one of those the three big claw pincers that are all grabbing you by the center, the the torso. So uh let's see. What am I going to do? I'm going to So let's roll initiative just to see who can respond first. Yeah. 18. Ooh. Oh. My. 9. 9 as well. Uh, what what are you guys' decks to see who goes first? I have a 16 deck, so... Yeah, you beat me. So it goes Morty, and then Eli, and then Thali. So it's grabbed me by the torso, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna, like, detach. Morty, you don't need a body. Yeah, I can save my arms, my head, my legs. Yeah, just pop off your head and throw it out of the claw. <laughs> Uh, just like, and then I'll just be like a pelvis with some arms and a head. <laughs> okay. You know what? Fuck it. Sure. <laughs> that's what you want to do. What? I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll, I guess I'll lose all my armor. <laughs> <laughs> and oh everything in your backpack. Oh. All right. Yeah. No, I'm doing it. That's that's what comes. You see that fly down is just a head, a couple arms, and uh, some legs. All right, and pelvis. Yeah, you made sure to. Did you make sure to remember any items before? Uh, uh, this? I'm gonna make sure at least my scythe. Okay, cool. So you you. What about your harpoon? I don't have it. I lost it uh, in the ice. You got it back. I right? did. Oh, they gave it back. Then I definitely. Want that too? Okay, cool. And what about the million daggers you somehow seem to find everywhere? Mm, those are good. Those are gone. Daggers rain down from the claw. <laughs> it's got daggers <laughs> now too. So you see the claw uh, carry your torso off, <laughs> and it, it it brings itself back into that hatch. It takes about like it would take about like two turns for it to get there if you guys want to actually try to play the turns to get the claw out or if you if you're okay with just morty being a weird (laughs) (laughs) pelvis arm skeleton amalgamation i like that personally i think it's hilarious i'm not going after that claw we'll get to your torso no morty's just running that claw is (laughs) 
terrifying to Thali. That claw is a, a horrifying mechanical thing. Okay, cool. So the claw takes about is taking about two turns to uh, you know take the the torso away. So you guys have about two turns before you assume it's going to come back. Go towards the fucking door. Uh, to the door. To the door. Get out of here. We'll have to give me a torso eventually, but... Yeah. You run through to the door, and as you're running, this is your first turn, you notice, I think Richard has the highest passive perception. Richard, you notice that the door shows ice on it. Oh. Everyone turn around. <laughs> Back towards the pedestal. Well, the pedestal did move. It moved to, yeah, somewhere. I don't remember it moved it. to, like, more of the... More the uh, it's on the platform jutting out of the wall on the right in the center of the room are are we able to like reach it if i ran run towards it if you guys work together you can you can reach up to the platform yeah let's do it i don't know what you have to offer (laughs) (laughs) i'm still stronger than you i just just help me reach i just kick him over he's like nothing (laughs) i got a low center of gravity i'm harder to knock over I try and knock him he's, over. He's got a perfect limbo body. <laughs> we don't have time to waste trying to knock Morty okay. over. Opposed right. strength checks. There's two turns before this clock comes back for more of him. 18. Let's do it. 18? The professor's like, what in the hell are you boys doing? I'm headed towards the pedestal to try and switch it to cold. We gotta get the fuck out of here i'd say he rolls with disadvantage <laughs> uh are you you guys really want to do this okay fine yeah, fucking yeah, do it they're... roll opposed strength checks they're set morty's got advantage because he's got a low center of... <laughs> okay they're over there trying to shove Boom. each other over. natural 20 <laughs> did you really oh shit, yeah, I did. shit. he knocks you the fuck over <laughs> you fall down into the grinding gears of the silhouetted dwarves your bones are ground to dust. Uh, okay. All that's left is a skull, arms, and legs. Your pelvis just got ground up. I'll carry you around, Morty. I'd be great if I just become, like, attached to another player. You just something. become, like, a weird skeletal backpack on, on Eli now. Uh, your arms grab your legs to make backpack straps on the it's like Like Chewie and C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his arms are the straps and the legs are also a strap and the the belt. Yeah, the legs hug around you to form a belt and the arms hug around the shoulders for the straps. Alright, let's go. I'm already standing next to this pedestal with the dial. Oh, Thully's Thully's got it. Alright. <laughs> oh wait, so you guys the, the professor while you guys were fucking around, the professor helped Thully get up to the platform. <laughs> <laughs> Stand on the professor's shoulders and I twist that dial to cold. And so when you get up there, like all this crazy antic shit that's going on. You guys hear a... <laughs> Did they think Morty losing his pelvis is funny? Like, I don't like this room. This room sucks. And so you you turn the dial to cold? Yes. Okay, cool. So when you do that, the... Well, the claw just doesn't come back out. And the lights dim again. And the music stops playing. And the mechanical cardboard cutout stop rotating. So everything just sort of grinds to a halt. And you still hear that laughter, though. <laughs> I guess we know where my next torso's coming from. We're being watched. No. I do a perception check. All right. Uh, seven. 
Morty covers your eyes. I'll do one, two. Alright. <laughs> I hate adventuring. Morty, you're gonna be my eyes now. I got a 15. A 15? Okay. So you, you follow the sound of laughter up into the corner of the room near the door. And there is... It looks like something has dug its way out through the, the corner there. And you see... Uh, kind of like a vague silhouette in the darkness. And they're just laughing away. They find this hilarious. I throw a trident at it. <laughs> no. We'll uh, have to pass by him on the way to the door. I was like, ah, ah, who is there? <laughs> Sorry, I usually don't reveal myself, but I, you just, you, <laughs> your group is just so hilarious. I've seen many people pass through these trials, and I've never seen anything like this. Cool. Uh, yeah, well. Oh, oh, my name is Steve, by the way. Oh, Steve the what? Are you a bat? Is he a bat? How'd you know? I am, I'm a fucking bat, yes. <laughs> uh, well, I just, you know. I must say, I love watching participants attempt these trials and die in gruesome and terrible ways. And don't don't think I'm a bad person. It's just there's not a lot of entertaining things to do here in the the undermost reaches of the Dwarf Kingdom. But you, you really set the bar for entertainment, my friends. We do try. You're welcome. Uh, who came through here recently who jerry-rigged all these traps? I don't know about any jerry-rigging or anything like that, but there was an extremely capable group of people who came in here. They passed every trial without any difficulty whatsoever. Really boring, actually, watching how incredibly successful they were. Unlike you guys. You guys are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The way you, you fuck up constantly and do terrible things to each other. Hmm. Hmm. Ah. Any advice, or, you know, are you just going to be kind of mean to us? Do you want to join our crew? You want to hang out? You know what? You do seem like a load of fun, but I have I have this sneaking suspicion that if I join you, I will die with how incompetent you are. That's fair. I think we're fine. We've gone through all of these puzzles without a single death. Oh, you've barely scratched the surface. Well, uh, it'd be helpful if we had a friend who could fly. I, I'm one of those non-flying bats. Well, that's disturbing. Like a bat man. It comes with being large and man-shaped, and he steps out into the bluish glow, and you see it's this hideous, large, man-shaped bat creature. It's Batman. <laughs> it's a man-bat, actually. <laughs> This is Batman. Yes, I, I can sort of glide a bit, and and but in, uh, t in terms of actually flying, no. Anyway, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're scared of this big claw coming back out. Of us. I don't think it's coming back. You need I'm the lightning. Still, I'm terrified of that big claw. <laughs> the lightning's over, so it's gone. Don't worry, the claw's gone. You guys, you guys figured out the puzzle. Mm -hmm. I mean, hindsight, we should have just turned the dial at the beginning. <laughs> and the professor. Bends over, investigating the pedestal, and he pulls out another one of those, like, little boxes with a red beeping light. And he's like, boys, it seems that Huxley left us a little gift again. Hmm. <laughs> We're gonna have enough to build a bomb by the end. <laughs> I'm genuinely concerned. By the, by the way this creature talks about it, it sounds like there's a lot of puzzles ahead of us. Do you want to um, give up? 
No, no. If anything, I was suggesting that we find a way to get there faster, and perhaps our new bat friend could help us. Science operates on a strict first-come, first-served policy, and, I, and we need to beat Huxley to that crash. You, you must have a way to get from chamber to chamber if you watch them all. Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Also, uh, if people die in here, uh, do they leave their skeleton yeah, behind? I happen to know of a place that would that has a number of skeletons you can scavenge. Let's head to the room with the most skeletons. I'm sure it's safe. Oh, I'd be happy to lead you. That'd well, be <laughs> that'd be lovely. I can't wait. Well, come along. It's on the way. I know a shortcut a, through the puzzle chamber. Take a pit stop in the room of death. Yeah, I'll. I'll yeah. I'm following him blindly. Like follow I... this bet. Yeah. All right. The professor <laughs> says good. we have an obligation to science to get there first. We must ensure that crash falls into the right hand. So I, I say we risk it, risk our fate with this bat creature here. Marvelous. Risk it for the biscuit. So Steve kicks down. Uh, well, no, Steve pulls out a rope from behind him, like a knotted rope, uh, for ease of climbing, and says. I'm willing to show you through this labyrinth of tunnels I've dug, but what's in it for me? Fun. I was already having fun watching you do the puzzles, and if I let you continue, I could have more fun. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. You get to join our team. <gasps> oh. We'll give you some gumdrops. Okay. <laughs> Both of you roll persuasion checks. Steven's at a disadvantage. <laughs> I got a 17. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, so Richard manages to persuade the bat person to allow you to come with him on the condition that he gets to join your team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Cool, Jet. Anything? Ah, uh, no, I'm good. I'm I'm happy. All right, cool. So Jet's just a he's just a torn apart backpack to Eli right now. <laughs> Wait, did we get rid of my pelvis, or can I not walk around? No, your pelvis is gone. Ah, oh, goddammit. You can still fight from Eli's back. I'm an excellent pelvis. It's consider <laughs> consider it mounted combat, Jed. Okay. So you'll you'll have you'll have certain advantages with mounted combat, I think. Does my AC go up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a guard skeleton on your back. You got a, a power suit. You can you can lean your back into an attack, and the skeleton will absorb the blow. <laughs> so Steve has been persuaded. He's like, you 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 have yourselves a deal, and he kicks down the rope for you guys to climb. Climb the rope. I'm gonna help uh, him climb better. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do any of the work. <laughs> Alright, uh, <laughs> Morty is really strong. Can you at least be the legs? <laughs> Alright, I'll be the legs. You're gonna have to do some work. No, I, no, I got it. Alright, All right. cool. Uh, everyone everyone but Morty doesn't have to make a strength check. I got a 21. Holy shit, yeah, he climbs. It's, it's horrifying to watch, but he just he climbs you up. Eli, you can just, like, meditate or something. I don't know what monks do. Yeah, like, I have my arms crossed and, like, eyes shut kind of thing. And the skeleton's just lifting me. That is awfully impressive. Yeah, as as Morty climbs you up, your face is just scraping against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you make it up and uh, Steve is laughing again. He's like, you guys are hilarious. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything like this before. This is amazing. Follow me. <laughs> So he starts leading you down a very, very dark, winding path. And uh, there are plenty of offshoots from the path 
going to you know different paths or chambers and stuff like that some of them you feel different like levels of temperature heat and cold and you smell different weird smells as you pass them and he's like it's a real labyrinth down here i I built the place myself it connects through all of the different puzzle chambers and i'm quite proud of it actually so what brings you here anyway who are you i introduced myself don't you think it's polite since we're going to be teammates from now on to get to know each other yeah so I imagine instead of me being uh, his backpack, now he's my backpack. Oh, so you're just you're just like kind of <laughs> crawling along. Yeah, he's still meditating. All right, Richard, you can you can get a short rest yeah. as Morty uh, moves you guys along. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm Morty. Uh, this is Eli. I point to him as <laughs> Eli taking a nap. He's one of the Elis. Oh, magnificent! I've seen I've seen so many of you. <laughs> you have you have an Eli with you. I've got I've got a few of my own. I've seen several die in this dungeon. That's the skeletons <laughs> that you can pick from. And uh, my name is my name is Thali. Well, welcome to my interconnecting cave system. Oh, and the professor says, and uh, I'm Professor Danbury. No one, no one cares. Well this, is, I, well, this is my quest we're going on after all. I feel like you should maybe care a little bit, especially if you want to see any of those precious jelly beans I have to offer. That's true. There's a bunch of jelly beans yeah, Don't the bite the hand that feeds, Mr. Tholonar. I feel like you're supposed to be more charming than that. Don't bite the hand full of jelly beans. <laughs> he shows you a handful of jelly beans. He's like, go ahead and try. <laughs> he pops the jelly beans in his mouth and chews on them. Um... Mm. That's a year's oh. salary just ate. Oh, that's uh, that's our that's the our prize at the end. Oh, They're the just... sour kind, boys. Mm. He's just he's just eating oh. them down right in front mm, of popcorn us. Popcorn flavored. Mm. <laughs> I, I again, I'm not a again can't really do much with jelly beans over here. But <laughs> that's a constant reminder. Just up to you guys on my jelly bean preference status. Uh, still opposed. <laughs> still has not changed. Not changed. No change in the jelly beans. Not even willing to pretend to eat them. Yeah, holds no value. <laughs> I'm so happy to have some people down here in these caverns. It's as much as much fun as it is to watch people. It's rare that I get to actually socialize. This is a real treat for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very nice. It, it's a treat for us too. I've never had a bat friend. That's that's fun. Um, here we are at the skeleton hall I mentioned before. Feast your eyes. Uh, it's a collection, a marvelous collection I've been building up over years. And have at it. Go, go, go nuts. Okay. Uh, all of you, all of you take us, take however many skeleton pieces you want. I, bits and bobs. I wake up. Um, I'm going to try and get, uh, okay. This is going to be a character defining moment, Cody. <laughs> Ah, oh, you're you're eyeballing the girl bones. <laughs> I, look, the, hold hold on, Cody. Before before you get to joking, uh, how are these how are these different skeleton parts gonna work? What do you mean? <laughs> how how are we functionally gonna have me swap out torsos? Is it gonna be how I get new armor? Is it gonna be what? Oh. So you're thinking that this is like an item that you're getting. This would be like an upgrade, potentially? Potentially. I see. That could be like eventually different feats or something, like the short bow and all that. He can he can change out his feet right now if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You get a new torso, you get a different feet. That is true. I am missing missing a leg still, too. 
<laughs> Mechanically, this is an opportunity to get you different things that you can use in combat. Just like your crowbar leg could also have been used as a crowbar. And maybe when trying to pull that thing out of that guy's chest, you would have had advantage if you'd used a crowbar, which is meant for doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I was actually contemplating doing that, but it was too high up. <laughs> but yeah, too high up wasn't a concern when you were jumping your tor- your armless torso back into the arms. Yep. Well, that that was a reasonable thing to do a jumping high kick. <laughs> I like where you draw the line. Can't can't crowbar kick that out of there too high. <laughs> that was literally the thought process I had in my brain. It was like <laughs> Anyway, uh are there anyone's uh any torsos with some nice armor? Um so as you're looking through, you're digging through this pile of bones and torsos and whatnot. Um First off, you notice that a lot of them seem to have bite marks on them, and comforting. You do hear some vague skittering in far off corners of the room. Morty, I would get your bones quick. While you're looking, <laughs> you do find some torsos with some various degrees of bone thickness that oh. could give you more armor. Some of them are not humanoid, which you you were primarily made up of human skeleton pieces and so some of them have different compositions of their bones that might allow for you to have a slight increase in armor i see one with a big pelvis over there i i'm gonna go for the big the biggest ones i want those biggest bones you find a really big one it's bird bones though completely hollow (laughs) Mm. they're they're real big well then i'm gonna go go for the thickest ones biggest media the meatiest bones how about Maybe he could roll a perception check and then, like, based on how well it does is maybe the best one he can find. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, yeah. do a roll. Let's see Let's see the uh, the quality of bones you managed to find in this pat- pile. Because a lot of them are, are poor quality bones. Make a, make a bone check real quick. I got a 16. 16. All right, I'd say that you find some decent quality bones. So as you're digging through, you're looking through some for some nice thick bones, and you're digging around through the various torsos. And one torso in particular, as you try to move it out of the way, because it doesn't really catch your attention, because it's kind of small, um, you notice it's very heavy to move, though. It's a very challenging skeleton to move. I I slot that in. All right. So it's a, it's a smaller torso than you're accustomed to, uh, which gives you a pretty weird look. Uh, it comes complete with a new pelvis, too, so you don't have to f- try to find that there. Uh, but it is a little heavier because it's more dense and sturdy, and that will give you, that will give you a plus one to armor. Okay. So yay! But it gives you a disadvantage on becoming a backpack because there's too many bones. I think you made the right choice, Morty. Well done, Morty. And Steve goes like, "Now that is a torso. I'm, that's magnificent. You look better than ever." Um, shall we continue? Yeah. Oh, totally. Cool. Not not far now, just a little further. Just keep following me this way. Did you kill all these people, Steve? <laughs> oh, the, the, you saw how deadly and dangerous these trials can be. I, I had nothing to do with uh, how they died. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> come along, you rapscallions. <laughs> I'm not going to bother with an insight check. 
<laughs> I can't stress how rare it is that people come into the tunnels with me. This is magnificent. I think Folly's gonna lead over to Morty and be like, Morty, yeah? this all sucks. It's terrifying and I hate it. What's that? You know how keen bat hearing is? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what about this sucks exactly? I don't trust anything here. The, I'm here is do you not trust me? This isn't that bad. Can we keep just going? No, I'm fine. I got a brand new torso. I, this is I great. I won't confide in you anymore. There hold we go. On, hold on, nothing to fear, nothing to fear. We're all friends here, new companions. Are you guys mm-hmm. talking about how much this sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, just give me give me a second to get you to your, your destination and assuage those fears and all will be fine. I just don't want to become one of these skeletons. Uh, uh, Morty looks offended. I don't want to become Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind becoming a Morty skeleton, but these ones don't move. <laughs> Look, Morty, it's not about you. <laughs> If if you're willing to bring me back from the dead, then sign me up. Boys, we've we've got no time to spare. This this bat here says he knows a shortcut. Let's let's follow. We were we were talking and walking. <laughs> and so finally, the the bat halts and he says, "All right, here we go. Here we are. Are you ready to die to become Morty? Here we go. Yes." And it's the place. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're about to enter the final destination. And then he kills us. No, I <laughs> And he opens the door into a chamber filled with a bunch of man bats. Oh. Oh. Ah. And they all say, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. That's that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Battle Buddies. They uh, encountered some traps and puzzles, and they used their big, big brains to get their way th- through, and they made... Maybe a new friend? Who knows? Find out next time to see where this goes. And if you just can't wait two weeks to get that Battle Buddies fix, you can always go listen to the previous two seasons of the Battle Buddies. There's like 80 freaking episodes, each an hour to an hour and a half. It's it's a lot of content for you to jam into your ears. Uh, but if you just if you need that Battle Buddies, there you have it. It's right there waiting for you at RadBotProductions.com or... The Battle Buddies Chronicles. This podcast is the Battle Buddies, and then you've got the Battle Buddies Chronicles, where we've sort of archived all their previous adventures. Go check it out. And while you're checking things out, you might as well check out Caitlin Conroy's fantastic music at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com. She is the creative genius behind the Battle Buddies theme song, and the rest of her music is just as good, if not even better. And if you're cool and hip and jive with the times, that means you likely have an Instagram and you should be following us at the Battle Buddies on Instagram. And there you can see art that we make for all the episodes just so you can, so we can give you a little peek of what your favorite characters look like. So go do that and maybe and make sure to set yourself a notification to remind you to listen to the next episode which will be out September 30th. Uh see you see you then.